0: Blog TALK RADIO ...all too often, children kidnapped in Metro Atlanta, often without a happy ending. Yes, tonight we
1: start our newscast with a rare exception. Police believe this man right here snatched... A little boy in Atlanta used money to get him where he wanted him, then grabbed the child and shoved him inside of him.
0: Yeah, but little Willie Myrick's love of gospel music may have, in fact, saved his life.
2: Every praise is to our God. Every
3: word I worship with really? one accord. course. Willie oh, says wow. he
0: sang that song, the gospel song, "Every Praise," until the man let him go. Blaine Alexander met Willie tonight, and Blaine his happy ending doesn't end there. Absolutely not, Brenda. You know, it's so rare that we get a chance to report a story like this with such a happy ending, but that's exactly what we have tonight. Now, tonight's meeting here at the church was a warning for parents and children, but it was also a celebration, a celebration of this ending, but also a celebration of what that young man did to get free and how it has touched so many people. There is nothing typical about tonight's meeting. SURE, MANY CHURCHES, MANY CROWDS, JUST LIKE THIS ONE, HAVE COME TOGETHER TO TALK ABOUT VIOLENCE, THE DANGER TO OUR CHILDREN.
4: YOU, just, uh-huh. you KNEW YOU WERE COMING BACK HOME. YOU, you WOULDN'T EVEN WORRIED ABOUT IT.
0: BUT WHAT'S DIFFERENT? WELL, THIS IS WILLIE. AND AGAINST ALL ODDS, HE'S STILL HERE, STILL ALIVE, TO CELEBRATE HIS 10TH BIRTHDAY TODAY. AND SO EVENTUALLY,
4: YOU START SINGING. And he stopped the car. What did he
5: do when the car stopped? He threw me out. He opened the
0: door. Willie's story traveled fast, and soon it caught the ear of gospel singer Hezekiah Walker.
4: You know, it's really emotional for me because, um, you, know, you, you, you know, you never know who you're going to touch.
0: He's the one who wrote that song. I,
4: I just want to hug him. I just want to
6: tell him that I love him, I, I, that I appreciate him. I'm happy that
1: today is his birthday and he's alive.
0: And that's why, on this day... And our guest
6: came to us all the way from New York City.
0: The Grammy Award-winning singer finds himself here at Mount Carmel Baptist Church. Yeah. Everybody, come on, clap your hands, everybody. I
6: need y'all to make some noise.
0: To greet the young man with whom he now shares an unshakable bond. Tonight, a celebration, a second chance at life, by what can best be described as a miracle.
4: I really do believe that God spoke through me to save that young man's life.
3: Let me hear the Worshippers!
6: Cause all the praise belongs to God. Here we go. We it's who I got. It's to our God. Y'all know how we do it. Take it up. Every praise. It's to our God. Every word of worship. is one of God. Come on, say every praise. Every praise. It's to our God.
1: folks just want to remind everybody tonight's show tonight's show is a pre-recorded show this is Seth your cousin your brother maybe your father Tonight's show is a pre-recorded show, so I'm just kind of over-talking the show right now, and I'm going to go ahead and turn it back up, but tonight's show is a pre-recorded show, a very good show, and I hope you enjoy it. Uh, we'll probably come on periodically and remind everybody it's a pre-recorded show. We will not be taking phone calls tonight, uh, so just know that kind of had a few things to come up in the family, and I was, was, was unable to... Uh, put out a, uh, I unable to do the show tonight, just all there is to it, but I picked the best show I could find, and so hopefully you'll enjoy what my selection has been for tonight. So enjoy the show, family, and I'll stop by pre-rockling and just remind everybody that tonight's show is a pre-recorded show, okay? So enjoy this pre-recorded program. So I thought I would start the show off with that. That's a bang. Now that's what you call a bang. Somebody actually was delivered out of the clutches of evil No telling what would happen to that little boy Had he not gave God the glory in that back seat And just really stirred up whatever was inside of the young man Well anyway, every praise is to our God What a What a wonderful way to start the show Again, you listen to the Douglas Kennedy Family and Friends Network We are a family scattered throughout the world really Really, 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 not all over the world, but a few places outside of the United States. But inside the United States for sure, at least, oh, I think we're at something like 12 states. And it goes something like this. Kansas, Florida, Texas, California. We're represented in Arkansas. We're represented in Missouri. We're represent, uh, represented in Alabama, Georgia, Michigan. Oklahoma for sure, Alaska, and uh, Ohio. So we are all over this country. And I want to welcome those family members listening from every single one of those states. If you are, I don't know what's what on the phone lines right now, probably not that many um, states represented. But anyway, just know family. You have family all over the country in various parts of our planet, and we just need to be in prayer for our family um, because a lot of family members these days struggling with depression, struggling with challenges that just seem just way over their head, you know, just mountains that look like they'll never, ever move, and they are losing hope. Yes, 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 I said it. Some of your family members are losing hope. Okay? Uh, Losing fight. Losing drive. I know because I've been there. And so this show, this show, one of the goals is to inspire, encourage, uplift, strengthen. That's all we're trying to do. Uh, Myself or any of the co-hosts that I have on this show is not the voice for the family. We're not the leaders. We're not any of that, we're just—I uh, like to call us gatekeepers. We we're just—we we're just some individuals that love the family, just like you do, and decided to just do some things, and just like you're doing some things, I'm sure. So, anyway, family, welcome to another episode. Hopefully, y'all was able to enjoy the fourth if you celebrate the fourth, and um, and everybody is just sitting back, chilling, ready to get into this open forum. I must say, I must say, family, that open forum has been something that uh, many of you have uh, showed a serious interest in. Many of you have really showed an interest in open forum. Uh, Let me um, just try to see if my co-host is in the house. darling. if you're in the house, please press 1. Darlene, Douglas, if you're in the house, press 1 because she's been switching phone numbers on me lately. Uh, but anyway, I think this is her. I'm not real sure, though. Um, hold on one second, everybody. Okay, let's go to Austin, Texas, and, uh, reach out to a co-host, the co-host, the one and only Darlene, Douglas. Darlene, is this you at, uh, area code, uh, 37,
5: 737? It's me. How are you?
1: Okay, yeah, you got you didn't, did you press one? Because, I got to make sure this board is working okay. Did you press one?
5: No, I didn't have a chance to. I have a new phone. Uh, and, uh, a new cell phone, and I'm not really sure
1: if it's gonna. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I thought that was you. I'm glad I I, I, I uh, was able to remember that number. Well, anyway, say hello to the family.
5: Hello, family. Hopefully, everybody enjoyed the Fourth on yesterday, and, and everybody's doing well.
1: Yes, 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 and we mean that. I'm sure she means that. And family, we just want to um, again. I know I keep saying this, I keep saying it, but those people that come in late into the into this um, fireside chat, I call it this blog, will miss out on some things. And so I just want to thank y'all, especially send out a special thank you to Bubba Jack. And the private caller, whoever you are, you know who you are. Want well, to thank y'all. I mean, you may not, you may not think none of it, but for me to look up and see those two numbers every single time, there's other numbers on the board, okay? There's numbers, there's all kind of numbers on the board, but those numbers always are there. And so maybe some of these other numbers I'll, I'll pay more close sure. attention to, yeah. but those are the oldest. Those are the oldest numbers that seem to have been with us on a lot of our shows If not all of them So I just wanted to pay respect And really to some of the others Probably there are a lot and I just don't see them as much as I do Bubba Jack and the Private Caller So thank you all so much for tuning in every single week Religiously, you must really be blessed by this show So darling, what do you think of this open forum? What do you think of doing open forums?
5: Um, I haven't thought much about it. I do, uh, like the different topics that, that comes across. Um, uh, just kind of wish we had more family to participate. But other than that, it's, it's, it's good.
1: Yeah, yeah. So, um. Uh... A little walk, put a little music on here in the background, but yeah family, uh, we really, really, I really let me just say this, I really look forward to doing these open forums. I'm letting y'all know that right now, they're very uh it allows us to do more than one thing, you know, we're not limited to a particular topic, and uh of course, family, you can just tune in if you like it, and if you don't like it, just sit back and kind of just watch the family do their thing, so I always enjoy it, um. Let me go ahead and go, because I know Donald Jr., the one and only Donald Jr. Shaw, is supposed to be uh, stopping by tonight. Y'all know he works a lot these days and not able to be on every week, but I think this may be him. Eric code 817-378, Mr. Donald Jr., is that you?
2: This is me.
1: Well, all right, sir. All right, well, welcome to... Again, everybody, this is a uh, pre-recorded show. This is an old rerun, and I uh, hopefully you enjoy this uh, old rerun. But uh, I decided to not do a show tonight. Personal issues going on. Nothing really uh, major. Uh, we we live just in prayer. Uh, my wife's mother is actually. Uh, taking She's in the hospital and I thought it was a good idea just to do a rerun tonight and kind of be with her So just enjoy this old rerun fam, it's a very good show Alright, so Darling is not in the house, Don is not in the house, none of these people you hear on the line is in the house This is actually a pre-recorded show, so enjoy, enjoy, enjoy We do good with a lot of interviews, certain interviews really do well But uh, lately our open forum, we have one open forum I don't remember all I was talk with it. Some I remember I know some family members remember when uh, who was it from Atlanta help me out here. Uh darling. Um Oh 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 yeah Donna, my sister called and uh you know how Donna is she's all animated. She called and uh, uh Willie um uh Joe Willie? who is, uh, Joe? who? Yeah, it was was Joe Willie, and it was somebody, I think it was, I don't know if Kevin came on the line or not, but it was Donna, and I can't think of whoever the other person was, and Joe Willie, it was Darlene and myself. That particular show has broke all records, so I want to congratulate the family on that because for the longest, uh, the uh, Ennis Buddy Douglas show, our very first show, was just killing it, I mean it was just it probably still is the most hurt listened to show after it goes off. you know when the show goes off live there's two types of numbers we look at, and we just talking in here family just talking a little bit about blogging, so everybody will know but there's two ways you look at blogging: your live shows, and then when you go off, how many people listen, and when we go off. The the, the 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 number one show that the Douglas Kennedy Family and Friends Network have is the Ennis Buddy Show, where Bubba Jack was the guest. That show, I don't think no show have touched that one yet because it's so old. You can always go back and listen to it, so it just continues to grow. You know, the second, uh, well, uh, the the most popular show with callers, you know, has been, believe it or not, that second show with um, Baby. Uh, Many of you remember the show with Baby Uh, uh, Doshas, Daughter That show, we had people calling that couldn't get on the phone lines Because we reached our maximum We only did that like, maybe, that was it Okay, well, the show last week And the show that I'm trying to speak of That I'm trying to remember with Joe Willie, Darlene, myself, Donna uh, those shows just let's just say it like this those shows have done very well, very well, so but last week's show with the actor uh uh did probably, <laughs> If he keeps, uh, if people keep listening, I don't know what's going on. I guess he's. I got. I don't know if. If, uh, if, if uh, he, if uh, William Arrellay is is telling everybody about it, or I don't know, is because he's an actor or what. But that show is doing really good. And I just want to thank the family for just t- telling everybody or or tuning in or whatever's going on with that. I don't always understand these numbers. I'm just glad to see them. But Don, how you been? Uh, Cause we hadn't heard from you in a while.
2: Been doing good, man. Been hanging out with your brother.
1: Oh, okay. Well, that's got to be a. You've been doing (laughs) good hanging out with Mars. He can't be laughing if nothing else.
2: (laughs) Yeah, I've been hanging out with Mars, making sure that my son is doing the right thing, and Mars and I have been servicing people as their needs come up in the uh, home repair type business. We do that on the side. Oh, how's that coming (laughs) along? And mentally as many as I can.
1: All right. Well yeah, Marsh is really uh, is a good handyman with that. And uh so um with Shaw well your Endeavors there, uh, as he does his G C and we call it G C and general contracting is what they call it in the real estate world. But Don, well, look, good to have me, you on man.
2: Yeah, let me share this with you. Last night I I found out that um uh, our cousin Linda Booker has, I think she's only 15 grandchildren. That's a lot. She has what? <laughs> 15 grandchildren. You
1: said 15? Wow.
2: That's a lot of grandchildren, ain't it? <laughs> you know, but she inherited quite a few from when she got married. Oh, and okay. And her husband, Mr. Booker, you know he's deceased now, but uh, oh, but with her children and when from when she was married, and I think we were at Naomi's house last night, and it was a blast, man. Chris is in town, you know. Chris is all okay. Now TV. hold on,
1: hold on. Let me kind of update the family just so it won't be a, a private joke between just you and I. When he say Annie Naomi's family, he is talking about Ed Isabel's daughter. Leslie, her daughter, Naomi. That's her house they was over. And we're talking about Naomi's daughter, Linda, having all these grandkids. And now he's talking about Chris Booker, who's been on the show, who plays professional basketball, who happens to be in
2: town. Go ahead. Yeah, it was just a blast, man, to see all the children there and – Firecrackers everywhere, cameras blowing, man, you thought you'd be it now. But it was nice. <laughs> we had a little nice I like to it with those of you that are not aware. My brother, uh, Eric Lowe, who is uh, my brother Robbie, Booker Slaughter. Uh, I think he is the third son. He was in town. He's uh, been overseas for a long time in the Netherlands, but he came home to spend the weekend with us. He was oh, that was really him.
3: nice.
2: Yeah, he was here for a little while, so we had a really nice time to see those <laughs> stuff together in, in a Walmart.
1: Yeah, yeah, and I think isn't uh I saw Facebook and family. That's another way you can really get to see a lot of people is on Facebook. seems like all of our families on Facebook, and I saw on Facebook some of those pictures of people you just mentioned, but I also saw uh, Miguel. Who is Azalee's uh, um, second youngest daughter? Berna Mae is the youngest. Uh, second youngest daughter is, is Alma Jean. Her son Miguel, who lives in Florida, was in town. I think is was he not, or was that a Florida picture I saw? So. Oh, oh no!
2: Yeah, he was in town too. Now I, wow. think, I, think, I think he has, has now left, but he was in town because I talked to his sister. Montrese on yesterday Her and her children were over to Nelma's And it was just really a very nice It was kind of like a family get-together, man My brothers and uh, well, You know, your brother Mars Wayne And then yeah. we had A whole collection of relatives there, man So we had a really nice together.
1: Well, that is good I did not know all those people would have been there And family, just so y'all know I I <laughs> We don't get to see Miguel that often because, you know, he's in Florida. Um, and so it, it, Eric, we don't get to see it at, at, that often because, like he is saying, it, Eric for the longest was in the Netherlands, and he just recently moved back to the States. So he's one of those hard people to see. I know y'all got family members like that. Do y'all have some family members uh, that you hardly ever see? Well, that's why Don is taking the opportunity to share that with us. I did not know that, and I wish I could have been a part of that. So anyway Don Thank you for the update And family We're talking about family Everybody on this phone listening Most of us are bloodline related And that is a wonderful thing Connected from various of the 12 states So I want to go ahead And just uh, just uh, open up the show And really get it going here uh, I want to probably start with Miss Darlene. Darlene, I know you got always some good stuff for us, so I would like for you to, if you don't mind, share with us. Do you have any, Darlene? Do you have any uh, um, birthdays for the new month of July? I do. You do. Okay. Well, let's get our little birthday song out, and uh, let's hear who we'll be celebrating. Life <laughs> This month Okay Who will be celebrating their birthday This month Let's go ahead and start this music up Okay So who you got, Darlene?
5: I have Sandra Booker July the 5th. Hold on,
1: how come I don't know who that person is Hold on. Sandra Booker, I gotta think for a minute Are you saying Cassandra Or Sandra Sandra Okay, help us educate us, darling? Who is Sandra Booker?
5: <laughs> Not quite sure on Sandra. Okay. Well, let's do this. Whenever we get a name
1: we don't know, because we family, and Sandra just might be listening. Anybody know who Sandra Booker is? Please press one on your phone and enlighten us. This family, I estimate, is probably somewhere around 3,000. That's my numbers. And uh, it is impossible to know. Everybody So who is Sandra Booker family Press one on your phone line And let us know Alright Don't be shy Not tonight Tonight is open phone Y'all We gotta talk to each other But go ahead While they're thinking About pressing one And uh, uh, let us know What other birthdays we have
5: We have Charlotte Croon Parrot The 5th of July And she's celebrating In in heaven.
3: Oh wow Okay Um, Juan Booker.
2: Okay. You Juan? Juan.
5: I I believe that is your uncle's son. Uncle Bud. Oh Juan,
1: yes J-U-A-N That's 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 Bud's son. Now Bud is uh Azalee's oldest son but recently passed Well recently Not that long ago And uh, this was his only child Juan We haven't got a chance To uh, see Juan that much But I tell you Juan is family Juan is the gentleman If you went to the reunion That was on the piano That did the the audio For the the, the reunion He was the one That was kind of Working the boards Thank you
5: Okay We have Barbara Ann Douglas, July the 8th, celebrating in heaven. All right. Uh, Ashley Brown, July the 8th. Emma Booker, July the 15th. Greg Douglas, July the
3: 16th. Happy birthday, Greg.
5: Yvonne Moore, July the
7: sixteenth.
5: Um, Barbara Catherine Douglas Griffin, July the sixteenth. This is Aunt Catherine. Uh, Christina Delona, July eighteenth, Arthur Melton, July twenty first. Lucretia Bell I believe this is same Dorsha July 22nd
3: um,
5: Okay o- Ophelia Bookman July the 22nd What, what and name we is have that? Ophelia
1: Ophelia That's a new one on me How come I don't know that name?
5: Um she all know everything <laughs> Ophelia yeah, It's like the uh, What was this Ain't Ophelia in the
3: movie
5: Oh and We have Lydia Turner
1: Yes yes My July daughter Lydia
5: 29. Yes daughter, yes right? That's right <laughs> That's July the 29th Don't forget I better not um, That's all I have for right now And I'm sure it's some more birthdays As I said Right now that's all I have And we want a mission again July the 2nd sixty wedding anniversary For Norman Earl And Ola Joyce Douglas 60 years of marriage July the 2nd Wow And what we
1: want to do in a little bit, we're going to play a song about these anniversaries because, darling, you have quite a few anniversaries there from the last month, and I didn't get a chance to do this, but I want to play a song for the anniversaries, just a little something different. So when we go to our break, I want to play a little special something for those that's been married for so long. And not just 20- and the 30-year people and the 40-year people, but also anybody that's just been married and just really doing their thing. Marriage is hard, family. Y'all know that. You don't need me to tell you that. It is a hard thing. Am I right, Don? Am I right, Darlene? I mean, it's it's no joke that when you see people married for a long period of time, it's something, you know? Uh, it's really, truly something. And those, there, there are all those people that are married, but y'all know they're not really married. You know what I mean? They're just together for this, that, and the other. So, to be together thirty, forty years is is something we, we don't want to take it lightly on this show. So I want to play a little song. And y'all rem- remind me now, Don and Darling, I'm going to hold y'all to it. <laughs> so we want to just highlight the anniversaries with this song after when we go to break. But, uh, Darling, any other announcements while we are at it? Any other updates, announcements um, that you know of?
5: I was kind of waiting on Edna to come
1: on. She has a okay. few Okay. Well, let's do this, uh, Miss Edna. If you're on the phone lines and through this phone line, that's what I'm talking about now. This looked like last week. This looked like last week. We got quite a few people on the phone line. Thank y'all. Thank y'all, family. I see you. The various area code. That's what I like. That's what I like, y'all. I must say a lot of y'all missed uh, the uh, Willie Myrick story. Maybe I'll play it a little later on uh, and just. Though that that was not able to be on the show at 8 I don't normally do that But it's such a powerful testimony And it's kind of old But some of you might not have heard uh, But if you're on the phone line uh, Miss Edna, please press 1 Please press 1 And um, while that is happening Let me just say this, family There are family members That still I'm just saying this uh, again this week Remember family because some of you still do not know that once this show go off, you can listen to it again and again and again. These shows are archived because careful what you say, because they'll be, Tammy will be listening to what you, the comments you make, for the next 20 years. I have a long blog talk is standing, so uh, these shows are recorded in the archives. You can go back and click on the link that I sent to many of you through text and through email. That starts with the HTTP, that's the link. You click on that and you can listen to the show at a later time. You can rewind, you can fast forward, you can pause it. These things you can do, you do not have to listen live. So many of you, Tuesday nights are hard for you. You can just listen on Wednesday morning or Friday or whenever, okay? So please remember, family, this is not just a live show, okay? Second thing I want to say, now that I got that out of the way, because it's so important that we know that, is please remember to follow if you just become a member of Blog Talk Radio, it's no, they don't charge you anything. It's free. And I think you have to create a little uh, show or something. It used to be you have to create a little phony show. And if you don't know how to do it or you don't want to do a show, put it off like twelve months from now. Just create a little phony, little freebie show, thirty-minute show, like in December that you don't have no intentions on doing, just to get that uh, username. And then with the username family, you can. Ask for Blog Talk to set up a reminder to come to your cell phone or your email whenever the show is on. So you'll get a reminder sent to your uh, email or, t- or your phone in the in way of text 30 minutes before any show that Five Smooth Stones do. Five Smooth Stones is the network that's producing the show. Okay? Um, next week, next week, family, uh, I, I've been talking with Darlene about possibly taking a break, so we may next week be doing something completely different on this on this network on this uh, Five Smooth Stone network. Instead of producing the Douglas County Family Friends Network, we may be doing a Bible study for the next two weeks. I don't know. We're we still talking about it, but just stay tuned to the Ed and Isabel page, and we'll let you know what it's going to be on. Most likely, if we do a do, a Bible study, I'm leaning towards the subject of righteousness because many of us family members don't know just how much Christ has done when he died and shed his blood, just how much our sins are taken care of, and we walk around with guilt and not knowing that the Father is not holding it against us. He wants us to live right. He wants us to walk upright. but he does not hold it against us. We are just as clean as Israel was when they offered up a lamb. We are just is sanctified and holy By the blood of Christ So we may want to talk about that a little bit We don't know yet So just stay tuned uh, Don any announcements Darling any announcements Anything This now is the time If y'all can think of anything Anything anything
2: I don't have anything right off um, <laughs> Not at the moment I have some things that I would like to ask You know But as far as Uh we can cover it when you get back on the uh, possibility of day week's show dealing with physical studies. So I don't have any, anything coming up right now. But I have an anniversary, too. Marsh and I were anniversary on the night. You have a what, too? He said anniversary, right? Yes, ma'am.
5: Well, well go
2: ahead and let us know. Don't be shy, cousin. do shy. You've been there. You've been been together a long time. Wasn't My oldest son is thirty-four, so about so he have been there about thirty years. Long time, man. Well, congratulations! Congratulations! <laughs> been a long uh-huh. time. Don, you give know, me that date. It was June twenty-ninth.
1: <laughs> I'm laughing because you know it's men. We don't be remembering the year. I'd be mean, like, my wife like, she going be like, well, don't you remember the year? We just yeah, don't. Hey, I don't hey, know what is it about anniversaries and men. I just don't understand why we have such trouble. Of course, there was a wonderful day in our life when we married. That was life changing. But what is it,
2: huh? I'm struggling remembering dates. <laughs>
1: Well, anyway, Don, congratulations, congratulations. And uh, like I say, in a little bit I'm going to play a song to all of those that is just just married and and doing right by it. It's hard work, family. It is hard work to maintain the marriage. It is the hardest thing I have ever done in my entire life. (laughs) Walk with the person. Walk in peace with the person. Be unselfish. Uh, give and not take all the time. Um, sometimes sacrificing and then just really, just a hundred percent the other person, not for you. It, 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 it mm-hmm. Sometimes you have to give. Sometimes, they always say fifty-fifty. It's not always fifty. It's not true. Sometimes you're giving mostly. Sometimes the other person is giving mostly. It's just work. And if you have some issues in your character, it's definitely going to come out in your marriage. So just want to congratulate the family on be especially. One more, darling, one one more time, kind of go through that anniversary. I really want to highlight this. One more time. Y'all listen to some of the, 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 the years people have been married in this family. If you have that, darling. If not, don't worry about it.
5: Oh, I have it, but, um...
1: And I'll put you on the spot so don't worry about it. No
5: no, no I don't have worry, here, but I, f- I have I have it. <laughs> Go for it. I have sixty sixty years for um Norman Earl Douglas and Ola Joyce Button Douglas. Sixty years. Wow. I have fifty two wow. years. Fifty two years for um William B. Johnson and Emma Joyce Douglas Johnson. I have twenty nine years for Lonnie Senior and Janice Griffin Watson. I have Wow. Sixteen years for Michael and Regina Lynn Douglas Wade and Don just told us um he has the an anniversary June twenty ninth and did you say thirty four years?
2: Thirty
5: four.
1: Thirty four wow. God, that is a long time
2: Good night <laughs> uh, I was once I was once told By an elderly gentleman That marriage Was a whole lot of putting up there The words of the famous Mr. BC Barrett Out of Palestine
1: <laughs> Say it again What did he say?
2: Mr. BC Barrett From Palestine, Texas Once told me that marriage is a whole lot of putting up there
1: Yeah, that's about right. That is about right. Well do Don, let you speak up just a little bit. You kinda sound muffled a little bit. And I want the family to hear what you're saying saying because it's strong. Try it again.
2: No, I was saying so that everybody would know I was a pastor in in the uh, Palestinian area for about two or three years and one of my members, Mr. D T Barry, said that marriage is a whole lot of putting up with. And I just said that to give a little bit of humor because we all have our struggles ups and down in the world well of matrimony.
1: Yeah, sure, it's a whole lot of putting up with uh you're absolutely right about that. Well myself, y'all, I've been married twenty one years, just so y'all know that one. Okay. Well listen, I wanna play this song. Darlene, were you done? Um, uh,
5: with that, yes. Um Okay. I'm still kinda of waiting on Edna but um, put me on mute for a little while. Let me see if I can get a whole her. And then I need to
1: call Kidna. Okay. Well while she's doing that them, family, I want y'all to check out this in you, uh, uh, your uh mute you here in about three seconds. But uh while Darling's taking care of their family, I want you to listen to this song. Listen to this song. This is the most popular wedding song in the country. It was at one point, I don't think it is now. But this song by the Nicholas, uh, Phil and Brenda Nicholas was the most popular. Song. Can y'all believe that? Yes, it was. And so I want y'all to just check this out and really just kind of take a second to think and uh, pat yourself on the back if you're able to reach back there and uh, kind of those of you that's been sacrificing uh, <laughs> uh, this long uh, with your spouses, give and take. And I just, we just speak a blessing right now on our family. And the marriage is on our family Because I'm going to tell (laughs) y'all Divorce is 50% Right about now in the church they say Actually it's higher in the church Than it is in the world Go figure that one Don (laughs) So it is work, work, work And I just want to thank every single one of y'all That is putting in that work And this song is just to just kind of Take a little time And uh, pay homage to those that are really Putting in that kind of work We'll be right back folks
3: Wanna hang up the phone?
1: Again, folks, this is a pre-recorded show. It's a pre-recorded show. Uh, okay, folks, no one... we're just talking, talking, talking. All my right? mic wasn't no. on. Well, that's what I'm talking about. That is what I'm talking about. A love like this shit sure does exist, and uh, we thank the Lord. What a message in the song. Well, Don, your line is open, and Darlene, your line is open. And uh, Don, what did you think of that song? What did you think of that song?
2: I think it's beautiful. But we must be very lucky to have a love like that. But that type of takes a lot of work and a lot of commitment. Since we got this, yes, it we does. Yes, it does. Yes, it does. Miss Darling, are you back with
1: us? I think she is still trying to reach out to Edna. But anyway, family, uh we just tonight again. You listen to the Douglas Cannon East Family and Friends Network, and tonight we are simply open form. We are taking calls from family members. Anything is on your mind tonight? Family suggestions? Uh, y'all can even grade us. How have the show been doing? You know, we're creeping up on fifty. I think we're be right, I think we're right, like something like thirty-eight right now, and so in, in a little while we'll be at fifty. And so we just want to know what do y'all think? What do y'all think? What do y'all think? How you think we've been doing? Uh, we're definitely trying to. Uh, To uh, put some stuff out there that is really going to be a blessing to the family. We really, really care about our family. We care about what you think. Uh, We care about what you're going through. And I know, um, uh, Don, you can't always, um, you know, a family this large, you know, sometimes I hear that family members get upset when they don't get the calls like they should and this, that, and the other. but I want to say this: that family. I don't know. Just we're just talking here. Uh, but I just want to kind of just put something out there. Cause my sister and I talk about this a lot. Um, she's a big big one for calling a lot, calling. Like, you know, uh, talking about Donna. Uh, she's she's she is one. Of, she's a caller. She's one of those that like talking every day if you let her. And I'm not that like that. I can talk like once every. T- Maybe three months, and you are just as cool with me as if you call every single day. That's just how I roll. And sometimes that's not understood. Uh, and so, um, how about you, Donna? What kind of person are you? Are you like a caller, like Donna? Call people every day? Uh, do you feel more love from family when you hear from them every day? Or can they call you like every three months? And then, hold on, let me put in a third, a third uh, option there, a third characteristic. My wife's family is just the, uh, is even more different. They hear from each other like once, well, maybe three times a year. And they love each other just as strong. As Don. I'm calling every day, so or every other day. What kind? Of, how? Did, what do you think of that, Don? I mean, what? What are you? How are you as a person?
2: Be honest with you. I think I'm reserved I can do okay if I talk to you, or if I don't have an opportunity to talk to you. But at the same time. Having had the uh, experience of uh, being in a pastoral field, I was required to talk to people all the time. So it just comes second nature to me, because I can talk. <laughs> I can really talk, but I just, it, it, I don't feel bad if an investor communicate communicate with me As long as I know, I haven't done it to me then. We just have a different type of people. Kind of thing. Yeah,
1: Don, 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 hold on. You got to hold that phone a little steady. You're going in and out again. Talk like you were doing earlier because uh, we, we don't want to lose you again.
2: I was, can you hear me any better now?
1: Right there. Don't change, please.
2: Okay, well, I think, I think that. You well, just did it, it again. You know,
1: you did it again. To speak up clearly, please.
2: I think you have know, a lot of people in the family who are not as much talking as others. And they like to listen. Even myself, I can talk a lot. But I prefer to listen sometimes. And that doesn't mean that that our diverse family culture are people that don't wanna communicate. But what it does mean is that a lot of good messages are getting out. And, yes, I like to talk sometimes. I really uh-huh. do. I have, a, you know, from the ministerial background to the, uh, I was trained in broadcasting, and we were trained to just talk a lot. But we also were trained right. how to listen. I was talking about other two weeks. So we're very, very good.
1: Right. Well, here's something I wanted to touch on tonight, and family, remember tonight is open for me. Don and I are just talking. If something is on some of y'all's mind, press one of the phone lines, and we can bring you on, and we can address that. Right now, we're just kind of just waiting on Darlene to come back, and I'm just, we're just talking back and forth. So um, uh, that's what I wanted to just kind of get out there. We are not on any certain topic right now. But Don, I do want to switch gears and ask you a particular question, because we have a lot of deaths in the family lately in the last six months, and a lot of a lot of hearts are heavy. A lot of people may uh, or may not uh, at this point in their life when suffering loved ones, some blame God, some don't blame God. Some celebrate, some feel a sense of loss, betrayed uh, by the person in his past. Uh, I'm not talking about per se this family, but I know in families, whenever there is death, These kinds of things do its ugly heads. Sometimes people blame God. Sometimes people blame themselves. Sometimes people blame even the ones, believe it or not, that have passed. So I wanted to just kind of see what you and Darlene might have to say to those people. Um, And we don't want to to spend the whole show on it, but just wanted to just kind of... uh, Put some words of encouragement uh, out there because it's not nothing to play with. Pain is nothing to play with. And, again, we don't have to talk about the whole show. It don't have to be a gloomy type of sad type of thing. Uh, let's keep it upbeat and let's keep, keep it uplifting. But there are a lot of family members suffering. And not if it's not from death or recent death, it's just from life. There's a lot of young people. And I'm gonna say a lot, I just know about the spirit. I know some in this family, the Asley branch, but I've heard of others on various other branches, and I know that this is not something that's just young people or old people. People are losing hope they are. The church is being attacked. The church doctrine is being attacked. uh, attacked. You know, what we knew to be strong pillars uh, of belief systems is being challenged. You know, from who is Christ to who is God to is the Bible real? And it's a lot of people building their houses, Don and Darlene, whenever she comes in family, on sand. There is a lot of hopelessness. Tonight Even on the phone lines I just know it by the spirit So I don't want to just Ignore those people And just act like this family is all together And everybody is, everybody's Mind is at the place it should be Some of my brothers And sisters and cousins and They're going through So I just wanted to take a, a portion Of the open forum to address that Again we don't have to talk about it all night But uh, what do you have to say to those that are, It don't even have to be the death thing. Just, just, Just losing hope in life, uninspired, unmotivated, tired. There's a lot of saints and aints that are just tired in life. The Bible talks about in the latter days that the enemy would wear out the saints of God. So if nothing else, there's a scripture right there telling us that there are saints that feel wore out. So what did you have to say, uh, Don, to that, uh, to the saints and the aints that are feeling wore out, just wore out with life?
2: Well, and, uh, I mean, let you. me do this. And uh, let me do
1: this because I know that William B. is supposed to be also joining us. William, if you are re- ready to come on, Please press one of your phone lines. I would love to have you in this conversation as well. And we're also going to be here for William B. a little later on with his financial tip of the week. No, I hadn't forgotten about you, my cousin. Uh, so, we'll be bringing him on as well as Tasha Mahale will be giving us the three R's recipes, remedies, and reduced prices. All that's coming your way uh, in, in addition to this open form. So, let me just go ahead and check the phone lines because I think I saw the error code. Uh, William, if you're in the house, go ahead. I see your number. If you're able to come on now, press 1. Uh, I don't want to just open up your phone lines until you're ready. So,. Um, if you're ready, go ahead and press 1, and we'll bring you the one and only William beyond to add his wisdom into the mix. But right now we're talking about hope, hope, encouragement for those that are just, and um, that's, Don, I'd love to know what you have to say on that.
2: And encouragement are things that come from within, and whether you are, or a non church girl, it starts with how you look at situations that are here. There are many, many people in the church who are actually talking in religion, but they're walking faithfully. Faith is things hoped for and the evidence of things not seen. But the only thing we can really be encouraged. Is when you look at things from an analytical viewpoint. Whatever's bothering you, if it's overtaking you, you got to let it go. You have people in the church who are depressed, but they'll never own up to it. You have people in the secular world who are depressed, but they won't own up to it. So it's the beauty of those of us who recognize it to just put some elements of encouragement. But yes, thank God. We can remove all those hurts, those things. But when it comes to death death, there's been four people on the north side of Fort Worth who were raised over here who have passed in the last week and a half. Those families of grieving. They're really grieving. But you can't just take that away. You have, That has have to be healed away. It's an emotional process. It has to be healed away. And I believe that if we we look at our lives Realistically Hold on to what we as People have been taught from our instances That go to church You study the Bible, you get the word in there And you trust God The creator of all things He and he alone is the Only force or power that I Believe can really heal all Pain, but in the natural We've got to The way they are We can't give up on ourselves and we've got to remember that Life has up to You It's not going to always be Flowery bed of eating Where there's no problems And there's no sorrow and no pain You're going to have some good days And some bad days But the good days will always Out of, bed, out of the way the bad days If you trust in God Believe in yourself Walk upright And do the right thing Even Spike Lee say just Do the right thing
1: Right. There's good words there. And and like I said, um again family, we just, just doing a little bit of encouragement. There's a lot of heaviness and um there's some heaviness in the family. I, I don't I can't say that there's a lot, but uh a lot of people are weak. A lot of people are tired and uh a lot of people even this well to do uh family members that seem to make the right choices where economics is concerned. Heavy in spirit, trouble in spirit, trouble mentally, don't have the peace that the father offers, and uh we should be concerned about them. I'm not talking about people that are sick per se, right at this moment. I'm talking about people that are mentally sick, spiritually sick, you know there's a void you know a lot of times, even on these phone lines, people reach out to family. Because they're looking for something. And this blog, although it's a good blog, and we did very well last week with the numbers, and we've been doing real good for a blog. We've been had some very supportive family members, not just on the phone lines now, but that's been on the phone lines for the last 38 weeks. So, you know, I, I'm thankful for that. But I think sometimes a lot of family members are looking for something. They're looking for something. Maybe they're not getting along with the family that they have, that particular branch. They're reaching out to look for something that only the father can give. Family is going to let you down, people. Family will let you down. Family will hurt you. Family will harm you. Family will not be as loving as they should be. Family can be cold. Family can be, um, um, you know, all these kinds of things. But we got to remember, family is you. Family is you. You uh, can be that way. Uh, we can be this way towards anybody and everybody. So, what Brother Seth, what Cousin Seth is trying to say tonight is: be encouraged. Like Don said, you know, our hope is gonna. We uh, I, I say this often. I hope when I pass, when I die one of these days, I be known for these words that we. All right, let me go ahead and bring on William. I see his hand is raised Erico two one oh two one oh uh eight four four William b are you there?
4: Yes, yes, I'm here well how are you doing sir well good, doing well it's a nice warm evening in San Antonio matter of fact, it's hot but you i know, i'm uh, I'm listening just listening to what, uh, what's going on.
1: Well, yes, 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 and like I was telling the family, we're going to have you a little bit audio uh, with the financial tip of the week as well as Tasha, but I'm glad to have you in addition on the open forum. So, William, right now we're just talking about we're addressing something that I know is there, and there is family members that are tired, family members that are depressed, family members that are around a whole lot of people but maybe lonely mental, spiritual heaviness is what I'm addressing. And then we can talk about other stuff. We don't, We can spend maybe another five or ten minutes on this and talk about other things. But we can't have shows after shows and don't. I know we hit it sometimes. Sometimes we do talk about this on this show, on this forum. But I just want us to just really kind of if you have anything, William and Donis already gave some things. Yes. Anything comes to yes. mind for encouragement for family members, uh, let us know. But I just want to finish up what I was saying, and then you can jump in, hop in with your wisdom to the families that is heavy in spirit and in mind. But I just want to say this, family: we are spirits having a relationship or a experience in this vehicle called a body. Oftentimes we look for something that we can see, taste, touch, and smell to heal us, to make us whole, to give us that peace and joy. Well, sometimes it 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 helps, you know, to go on a vacation, to buy that new car, shoes, 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 women, uh, rims for some guys. I know a little stereotypical, but sometimes these things do kind of help. But they're patches. And, you know, how you know they're patches, Seth? Because sometimes people can go to the park and get in touch with the father, and they're getting evicted or they getting uh, they could be just cancer. But when they come in from the park, they have that peace. And that's why they call it. The peace that passes all understanding, because it don't make sense for them to be peaceful with what they're going through. That's because they have attached to the spirit. They have gotten some uh, encouragement in spirit, even though their natural life look all upside down. It is the peace that passes all understanding. We are spirits, folks, and a lot of times our pain is spiritual. Folks try to say stuff that bothers us, buy us this, take us there. It's not gonna. It's not gonna do the, the. It's not gonna fix us because, with spirit, especially those of us that don't know the Lord is our Father, following Christ and, and, and picking up our cross and, and trying to live according to the scriptures, you really. Is 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 flirting with danger because you don't even have the father leading your life. You're out here just guessing. So many people like this have expressed pain in spirit. So I just that's my two cent. Um, we are spirits, family, having a relationship in a body, and a lot of our pain. That just we just can't seem to get rid of that loneliness, that that heaviness. And I remember Dion Sanders, and I'm and I'm gonna turn the mic over to William. But I remember Dion Sanders who had just won a Super Bowl, and he had just bought a convertible. Many of you've heard Dion say this, talk about this. Somebody's phone is ringing. I don't know who. But this I hear an echo. Can't be in the same room with anybody listening to the show. But uh, Dion. Okay, there we go again. I'm about to start muting lines here. Uh, Deion mentioned how on the night that they won the Super Bowl, he attempted to kill himself. Now, uh, if anything is weird, that is weird. Don, it's your line, okay? So you can't be in the room with other people, Don, so I got you muted right now. As soon as I meet you, all that stop. Folks, listen to me. It isn't about money and prestige and power and position. Feel a small voice and being at peace with yourself and your maker. That's when the peace is going to come. But go ahead, William B. love to hear what you have to say on this topic of, uh, uh, of pain and, and, and sorrow uh, within our spirits and minds by within the family.
4: Well, you know, what you're talking is probably a little too deep for me. (laughs) I mean, I'm, uh, you know, I I, I hear you, and uh, and I suspect family members do. I think we as human beings all have ups and downs, if you will. We have uh, times when we are feeling better than we are at other times. To me, that's a natural course of events. There's no all highs or all lows. It sort of balances out. Over time, I believe. So, personally, I tend to be an optimist. Uh, I tend to see the glass half full rather than half empty. And I like to have people think of it, you know, in that fashion. You know, we as a people, uh, ancestors from Africa coming to America, we must be quite optimistic to have, uh, to still be here, really, and to be of sound mind. Uh, and body and spirit for the most part Because we, we have gone through an awful lot And by the way, you're talking about Feeling down, depressed and what have you Well, for me Racism and bigotry And discrimination And the rest of it uh, Has a tendency to make a can cause a person to feel down If you ask me
8: Not mm-hmm. to want to
4: wallow in that But that's a reality And of course we don't voice it that way But that's a reality That's something that many other folks need not even entertain that kind of thought. Uh, They're they just in a different world from where we are. We consider that sort of thing almost the norm because we put up with it all our lives, in one way or the other. But it's really not the norm. Uh, we have got... Uh, our, our people have a lot of high blood pressure, I believe, for a reason. It's not just incidental. There's a reason why... Many of us, perhaps a high, I guess, a high percentage, suffer from high blood pressure, and I suspect uh, <laughs> you know you'll find that uh, you know there, there's a reason for that. That's peculiar to us and our attempt to survive in America today. And I think we've done quite well. And I look forward to the future, but it's a reality. And we best be on our P's and Q's. And uh, let's try to be optimistic, though, family, I believe. Uh, We'll be better off uh, looking ahead rather than looking back. Well,
1: that's William B., and I appreciate those words. And I think he's on to something. I mean, I do think there's a lot of um, people that's because they are Lack of a better word, they're deceived. I'm talking about white supremacy right now, and uh, they have been brought up to believe that they are superior. We're kind of shifting gears from uh, uh, from the one topic to another one right now, family. So just bear with us, but don't forget what Don shared, and myself shared, and William about just coming up out of this depression, this hopelessness. Okay. We are powerful people folks, and we serve a powerful god and uh that's why I played that song every praise many of you didn't hear it earlier, but I played a very uplifting song that's talking about uh praising the father and uh even though Earth, even somebody a group like Earth Wind and Fire understands what I'm saying when they say, "When you feel down and out, sing a song you know it, you know we' it's spiritual, no matter how we Twisted is going to wind up doing Something spiritual to come up out of This so-called funk But uh, William is on to something here And uh, we can talk about this a little bit Don, your line is open And I don't hear anything, so you got that straighten out Appreciate that, darling, your line is open If you're back And uh, But William is on to something the, uh, I've been studying racism Seriously for like 25, 30 years now And uh, there's a gentleman, I'm going to throw his name out there. and I was going to surprise y'all and try to have him on the show. I still may be successful. I don't know. His name is Neely Fuller, Neely Fuller, N-E-E-L-Y Fuller. And Neely Fuller is the gentleman that got famous for saying racism is a system. It's not just, an oh, look at that person over there. He called me a nigger. Oh, this person over here, they burning crosses. He says, no, 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 no. It is a system of survival, and it's in every tiny aspect of life. Racism is in every single tiny aspect of life. And he has a book out. That is very popular, and he even gives you answers on how to address racism in every single aspect of life. Again, he was I was supposed to try to get him on the show, but this guy goes all over the world speaking, and it's not going to be easy getting him on the show, and he might want p- to be paid, I don't know, because he is a very much in demand. There's a lady by the name of Dr. Frances Cress Welsing. I know some of you, you your eyebrow lifted when I said her name. And she's been talking about this on Phil Donahue's show. I think she's been on Oprah. Uh, Francis and Wilson has been all over the the, the, the two and the media. And that is his student. That's a student of uh, Neely Fuller. Uh, uh, um, uh, So um, I wanted to name some of the areas to let y'all see just how important what William just said is. He didn't ask me to do this. He didn't even know I was going to do this, but... It's funny he should say that because I got a list of all of the areas affected by racism. And I guarantee you, you have never heard what I'm about to say. Most people say there's nine areas of life. I come up with 30. And I'm going to go through this quickly. Every time I name an area, just remember... There is a stronghold of racism oppressing our people. Just to let you know how much William is on. History. Think about it. History. Full of racism. Doctrines that causes us to think less of ourselves. Education. We've been miseducated, lied to, only told about Europeans. In the area of religion. (laughs) Oh, my goodness. The big cover-up about Christ being black Putting a white Christ out there. Even changing the name, the J, adding the J, when there's no J in the Hebrew. Just, I mean, I'm talking. I know, yes, I, I, I still say Jesus and everything, and I think the Father. You can still say Jesus, family. I'm not above that. But his name was Yeshua. He was a dark-skinned man, wooly hair man. His hair is like lamb's wool. Lamb, you can't get a comb through lamb's wool hair. Jesus your messiah has nappy hair. And it's a beautiful thing. It's not a put-down. It's powerful, strong hair that we hate that is really what the, what, uh, the prophets look like. In the area of socialism, why is it it's embarrassing to talk about black history? You can talk about the Irish history. You can talk about and I'm going to go through this fast, folks, because I want to hear, hear what every single co-host has to say about this. But i got to mention these areas that's affected by us. Every single area, there's a giant of white supremacy, racism, that controls every single area, I'm going to say. But socially, this is just one little aspect, one teeny tiny little aspect of socialism. Why is it when we're in this gathering? Irish can talk about their history. The Brits, the Brits can talk about their history. The French can talk about their history. But when we mention African American history, why is it offensive? We're just simply talking about our history. Why is it offensive? Because socially, there's a giant identity where our identity is concerned. Totally, totally. blacks don't even want to be black. (laughs) Many of us don't like living around each other. We have an identity crisis, for real. In the area of health and wellness, why do we suffer more? In the area of medicine, in the area of imagery. If you was deaf and you couldn't hear anything, and you just watched the images, if you go in the store and look at all of the images of whites on billboards and magazines, it's racist. If you don't, if you couldn't hear anything, imagery is racist. Racism and family, nutrition and food, the disparity there. How our kids, our people, uh, inner cities don't have the vegetables. And uh, 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 this is serious. Laws. Look how the laws is twisted for certain people and for other peoples. Uh, uh, look how um, I'm talking about laws, unspoken and spoken customs, bylaws, racist A lot of it still today set up to oppress one group of people over another. Again, what William B just said is just a drop in the bucket. Uh, how about this law enforcement? Who suffers more in the area of law enforcement, and why? Racism, white supremacy. It's not a slap in the face to white people. This is a philosophy. I don't believe... White people, when I do these shows, used to do the blogs, they understand. I'm not talking about them, per se. I'm talking about a philosophy that can be believed by blacks. Many blacks, some of the biggest oppressors with these lies. Here's a good one. Entertainment. Entertainment. If you just sit down and say, Oh, Seth, I don't want to hear no more about none of this black-white stuff. Turn on the TV. Turn on the cable. I don't want to hear none about none of this. You can't escape it. It's all throughout the movies. Certain roles given to certain people. Here's the one: sexual myths. Can't talk about that on the show. All types of sexual myths and stereotypes. How about this one? correction and rehab, the prison system? How about judicial? When you go before the judge, the disparity if you have crack cocaine versus I mean if you have cocaine versus crack everybody talk about that? The sentencing. Oh, my goodness, military defense. We talked about that on the show not too long ago. There's racism in military defense. I mean, I heard about all this we are and all that. No, there's racism in the area of military defense. There's been an old joke about first one, put on the front line, all this stuff. Foreign policy. What are we doing to other countries, African and so-called third-world countries? What are we doing over there with our boys and girls? We're practicing racism and white supremacy. We're making third-world countries. Here's another one. Environment. Whose uh, neighborhoods is, is da- in danger with lead poisoning more so than any other neighbors? Racism and white supremacy is in every, every tiny everywhere there's people. Wherever there's people, there is these, this, this philosophy. If it's a brain involved the philosophy can believe and then here come the oppression economics is the biggest one out of anything I'm going to name economics who's charged the most who's billed the most who's assessed the most who's indebted more financials again economics who is uh have least access to financial access grants loans debt relief subsidies it's our people Okay, economics, again, uh, financial secrets, strategies, uh, knowledge being held back from my people. All I'm saying, and I think I named about 28, I'm I'm just jumping real fast here. We can talk about this tonight. We don't have to stay on it, but I'd love to hear what, Don, you have to say about what I just put out there. I call it the Expo 30. It's a name, I call it, Expo 30. Needy Fuller, if he come on the show, only have nine areas. I have 30 areas. I think I just named all of them, but I might have missed a few. These areas is saturated white supremacy, and William is right. That could be why we have high blood pressure. could be why we are, our health is, is deteriorated because we see this disparity in every single thing we do. So, Don, let us know your comments on that, my cousin. Did I floor you, my brother? Did I floor you? <laughs> Hold on. Let me make sure his, his line is open. I think we lost Don. I don't see his number. Uh, William, what do you have to say about what I just said, why Don is calling back?
4: Well, you know, you covered uh, an awful lot. I think you're right on, right on target. You know, but what I find, though, Seth, is that uh, a little lot of people are uncomfortable hearing the truth. Relative to uh, race uh, situations in America today, and I and I can understand it to a point. You know, really though, because they'd rather forget that race stuff and let's start off now and act like everything is all right and try to go from here. Well, that that sounds nice, but it just so happens that the past I so much to do with the present as well as the future. You know, we 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 build upon history is something that is built upon you can't just ignore it it has shaped us and formed us uh, as a people and as a nation and until we really deal with it appropriately us uh as well as other people uh, we'll always be just uh you know playing games shadow boxing if you will pretending and i mean i have friends all across the, the spectrum and of course we like to say that well yeah i've got a Like this or that And I guess that's cool But that doesn't deny the fact that the system Itself is in fact uh, Racist And discriminatory It's it's just the way it is Have we made some improvements in America? Yes Do we have a long way to go? Do we have a long way to go? Yes Did we elect a black president? Yes We thought when we elect a black president Hey, we're we're, we're rolling Everything's going to be great now Because look what we did Come to find out uh, that didn't really do what many of us expected. Speaking for myself, I thought the situation was pretty much uh, we nipped it in the bud. But no, no, that was the beginning of these people really showing their true who they really, really were. And uh, it's a challenge, but we can meet all these challenges just like we have in the past. Let's just keep moving forward. But let's be real, though. Let's not pretend. Uh, let's be real, stand up, be the best at whatever we do. It has nothing to do with being a professional or not. I mean, no matter what you do, as King said, be the best. I mean, if you've got a shop that uh, does whatever, just be the best shopkeeper there is, and you'll be okay in America today, I believe. I'm in business, and I think uh, business is, to some extent, is colorblind, really. I find my tenants come from all our spectrums. Why? Because they simply want the best little place they can find for the best price, quite frankly. And and that's 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 the way it really should be, that even the playing field. So let's be optimistic, let's move forward and not dwell on the problems, but let's understand that they do still exist and I'd rather not see us shut our eyes to them. But uh and I, especially I do William
1: Especially, William, if it's contributing to health issues, mental pain. Yeah. Mental, uh, oh, sure. uh, I was talking about this earlier. If it's contributing to 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 um, tiring your spirit. You, you, uh, many of our elders are just tired in spirit, you know, oh, well. with seeing what's going on. And, and I want to say to this family about the 30 areas I just named. It's overwhelming if I go mm. through each one and name every single system bolted down in that particular topic because it's very depressing. I had somebody tell me, you, you you shouldn't do that often. It's very, very disturbing because I have some serious numbers to prove in medical. Like I mentioned some areas like medical, just pick on one here. I mentioned the area of medical and health, medicine and health. It's scary. But I want to say this. Because I heard somebody tell me one time, Seth, we have whites that listen to the show, and when you talk about racism, you make them uncomfortable. You probably would want to reword things. And this is what I told them: when I do shows, William and Darling, if you're back, okay, when I do these shows on racism, I've talked about it probably more than about on the internet. Most of my listeners are white. Most of them, I'm not, well, not going to say most of them, that's not true. A lot of them are white. And guess who gives me the biggest grief? It's black people. Because there are a lot of white people that know what they, their uncles and aunts talk about at the family reunion. Just like we have family reunions and bakes and, and uh, you know barbecues and all these get-together with the family. Well, some of our white brothers and sisters in this family, they know what their family talk about. And they no. know what your cousin Seth is saying is true. Now, I'm not spewing hate. I'm not promoting hate. I don't even like to say them versus us. I don't believe really in the, the white and black. I love family. Hear this. Hear this one. I love white people. I don't like them. I love them. I, I'm, I'm not saying I don't like them. I, I mean, I, it's stronger than like. I love them. I'm committed to their wholesome life in existence. Well brother said, cousin, why you talk so much about our people? Because it's natural to love your people first. The Japanese love their people first. You never hear no Japanese come out hate anybody. They just love their own. And it's nothing wrong with loving me some black people. There's uh, nothing wrong with me left loving me some black history. There's nothing wrong with me loving some black achievement. And there's nothing yeah. wrong with me talking about some black challenges. So tonight, we're not locked into just this topic. If you want to talk about something else, family, I'm looking at the phone lines right now. And we have a full house. We have full house, California, all kind of phone numbers. People listening, I thank you. I thank you. I don't know what happened to Don Darling, Are you back. Darling was seeking out Edna. Uh, maybe uh, she, I don't think she's back yet, but her line is open. Anytime she comes back, we're here. But, family tonight, we, this is open forum. I have William B. on here, and I kind of, we tend to think that this racism is one of the major, major challenges with our family and with our people. So that's why we hit it so hard. But some of you may think it's something else Well don't be shy Press 1 to come on And we can talk about that But uh, William I just want to Just uh, kind of Pick you back off Something you said um, yeah. We shouldn't be uh, So shallow You know The Bible tells us we're supposed to be Responsible You know yeah. it says if you have All against your brother or if you have an issue against your brother, that's today's vernacular, if you have art against your brother, go to him. It don't tell us to run from him. Really and truly, when you see racism, and and I'm not talking about racism in white people. I don't ever say that. It's racism in anybody because, like I believe, white supremacy is a philosophy. Anybody can believe it if they have a brain, and they can start to oppress their own people, black or white. Okay, so I'm going to say it again. I don't believe that racism is just only for whites to practice. Most of us have very dealings with whites. Most of our pain, light-skinned cousins and aunts and uncles, those that are are, are, are light-skinned, have been oppressed by some of us that are darker. And I don't have to do with no white people. You went through that pain with your family. And some of y'all still going through a lot of pain with your family. Some of y'all are oppressing yourself. How about that one? Ain't nobody a fault, no white person is coming into your home or into your mind. You despise your own dark skin, your own. You call your nose large, or you call your lips large, you hate your African features. And nobody's even, ain't nobody around you. It's just you. So when I attack white supremacy, I'm not attacking white people. Please hear me clear tonight. I'm ta- I'm attacking a philosophy, and like William say, it's not the only pain we have, but it is something that is contributing to a lot of our pain, a lot of our pain. William, i like to, since we're on this, I'm going to put you on the spot. You're a businessman. You Uh-oh. mentioned you being a bit. Businessman, and then I actually want to go to your clip, your uh, right. financial tip of the week, and uh, we'll probably also throw in Tasha. Do you and Tasha together? But before we go to your clip, your financial tip of the week, I want you to share why you're so bent on on racism. I notice it comes out of your mouth a lot,
3: and you're very <laughs> articulate with
1: it. I'm just gonna put
3: you on the spot.
1: I'm gonna put you on the spot. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> hey, hey, hey let know. me go all the way back on you. Let me tell you why I say that, cousin. Let me okay. say that. Let me okay. tell you why I say that, cousin William. All right. The reason why I say that is because on the very first show on the Douglas Kennedy Family and Friends Network, you uh, asked Bubba Jack this question about his father. Remember? You say, did his father ever encounter some racism? Remember that? You kind of was laughing about that. <laughs> that was when the wheel started rolling. <laughs> I don't
4: know. <laughs> let, me, let me just Now, you're, say, president, you're, you're know, president
1: of the NAACP, I think, in, in San Antonio, I think. And uh, you're very active with whites. I see you on the Internet, uh, and I hear you talking about that. Vet- you, you deal a lot with whites, so I don't believe you are a hater. So oh, I, I just want to know out of your mouth, what happened? What do you know that? <laughs> okay,
4: you know, I'm <laughs> that, sorry. Let, let, me, let, let me just say this uh, as seriously as I can. You know, we all are a product of our environment, right? I grew up in a small town that I just came from over the weekend. We had a little family gathering back home in Bryan, Texas, out in the country where I'm from. And it was just uh, quite nice. We were there from all over the place, out on the West Coast and all over Texas. Went back to Bryan, Pleasant Hill community to get together. But I'm a product of that environment. Grew up in the 50s. Uh, and Don your you line is open. open. Hold on, hold on, William. Don your okay. line is
1: open. Air code 81737. You you're back in the conversation. Go ahead, William.
4: So those of you who weren't back in the 50s don't understand. But see, my dad when we went downtown, uh he had to uh you know, step off the sidewalk when uh some folks, you know, come walking down the sidewalk. And, wow. and the Little boys, little boys that were uh you know, uh, Anglo boys, uh, my dad, uh, when he talked to him, uh, you know, the yes, sir thing, see. And when you see that, uh, it's just not something that one forgets. That impacts one, uh, and I guess it impacts me in ways and may not other people. So I decided that I would do my darnest to operate at a level that I wouldn't have to uh, really deal, you know, with, with that sort of thing. I mean, I as you as you as you're saying, you know, I've got friends all over and all around. That that's not even an issue for me. However, I'm I'm real though and uh I, I can I can deal either side of the of the of, of the street, you know, really and uh, and that's just the way the way that is. People who know me understand. I mean I'm straight up but I'm still who I am. So I guess I deal with the race thing because it's a big in my mind uh, in the way that uh, we survive and live our lives as black people in America. And to me, if that's the elephant in the room, uh, you should not just simply uh, avoid it, uh, you, know, to, you know, to my mind. you got to once in a while uh, approach it and deal with it and keep it on people's mind because police don't go around shooting little 12-year-old boys in parks uh, just because, you know. Uh, that that That's a reason why they feel... Uh, they can just do that and walk. Uh, you know, there, there's really a reason for it. It's not. It's not. There, there's a reason for it. I, you know, I they, they, they just don't do that. I mean, when black women down at Prairie View end up uh, supposedly hanging themselves and that sort of thing, uh, that that doesn't just happen to any and everybody. If you check close enough, you'll find those folks look like we do, and we can shut our eyes to it if we want and pretend otherwise. But I don't think that's smart. I think it's smart to uh, be alert, be on it, be active, be political, be socially engaged, and be right on it. And, yes, uh, go to church, be a Christian and what have you, but uh, be out here and understanding how the system works. We should know how the system works better than anybody. We should be the first one in line when it comes to vote. I'm not so sure about the idea that ID uh, is prohibiting a lot of people from voting. I've got an ID, you've got an ID, most people I know have an ID What's the problem? The problem is people don't seem to give a hoop Or appreciate the importance of voting That's the way I see it I mean, I sometimes pretend otherwise uh, In certain meetings and such But I think uh, people uh, really aren't voting Because they just don't care Or don't feel like they can make a difference That's the big mistake But I'm not a racist wow. I'm just real
1: <laughs>
4: and you know what's funny? I mentioned the area of socialism
1: as one of the in my so called expo thirty I call it, the thirty areas of where we're oppressed. One of the areas of socially social. Now socially speaking, you just prove one of the areas where we're oppressed. You have to keep apologizing. You will be have to keep saying, Seth have to keep saying, I'm not a racist, I'm not a racist. All we're okay. talking about is helping our people. I haven't heard the you say you had any hatred for no whites. And I haven't. But why we have to keep apologizing? We have to ask ourselves that question. Why, when you really try to help black people, do uh-huh. they look at you as a racist?
6: Wow. Absolutely.
1: Wrong. Wow. Absolutely. Well, anyway, folks, yeah. we'll be right back. Here comes William B. Talking about. Uh, uh, financial uh, tips of the week. As you know, we do this every single show. And uh, him and Tosh have done a wonderful job. And William, now that I have you on the line, I can just tell you, want to thank you for your knowledge that you've been part of the family. It has really helped us out a whole lot. We really, really appreciate that. So, here You're come welcome. William B. And Tasha together. We're going to do them together, family. We're going to do them together. How about that? William B. Tasha coming right at you.
8: Yes,
4: good evening. Family William B. once again. Hope all family members had an an enjoyable 4th of July on yesterday. I'd like to talk a bit today about uh, credit cards. Perhaps this is a repeat, but I don't think we can talk about the credit card situation too often. Uh, Obviously, we're all better off probably if we don't use uh, credit cards, really cash is a better way, but if you must use a credit card or choose to, these are some things to uh, to think about. You know, this country, some people have said, it, have gone credit card crazy. Now, all credit cards are not created equal, and the thing that separates them would be uh, whether or not you have a grace period between the time that you... Uh, charge the item and the time that you're required to pay it. The grace period is the amount of time you get to use a credit card before they start tacking on interest, uh, quite frankly. The best credit cards give you almost a month to use the money before you have to pay on the dime in interest. That's beautiful, isn't it? Quite frankly, if and when I do use one, that's tend to be what I do. I'll charge it, and then when it comes in, I'll pay it. Guess what? I haven't lost anything, and they really haven't gained anything from me, really. Well, I've lost the value of a stamp by mailing the payment in, which is still the way I do it. But that's it. So, so, so that's one uh, use of credit card that I think might, might make some sense because you get to use other people's money free, while your money continues to earn interest, hopefully, in a money market or something like that. Although the interest right now is at a historical low. Uh, another thing to keep in mind is look at your credit card statements for the last two or three months and see exactly what is your uh, closing date of your statement, closing date. That date may be around the 15th, 18th, something like that. And if it is, consider that when you make a large purchase. Say if you're going to buy a room full of furniture, for example, and your closing date is the 18th, Make that purchase on the 19th or perhaps the 20th of a given month. And guess what? Uh, That bill will come due almost about two months later. You you will not pay it during the month in which you're charging, and you won't pay it the next month uh, either. You'll pay it about two months later on. So that's a good thing to to do if you're going to use a credit card. Spread that out as far as you can and uh, make it easy. Easy on yourself. And also, uh, there's a quick rule of thumb that you follow when it comes to credit cards. If you pay the balance in full, as we've stated, uh, you'll save that. But also, uh, select a card that has uh, the uh, longest grace period. Now, no fee card, obviously. Do you know there are people who, uh, for whatever reason, prestige or whatever they want to call it, They'll carry around a card that they pay an annual fee for. Now, to my mind, it makes no sense. You know, they can call the card whatever they want. But it makes no sense to me, family. So if you want a card that uh, serves your purpose, uh, my suggestion is to select a card that's not going to cost you to use their cards. Sometimes we have children in college, and, and that's a good thing. But credit cards are very busy trying to uh, lure uh, our offsprings into carrying credit cards around and charging uh, and using them. Yes, they certainly are. But in most cases, family, uh, that uh, offsprings bill is secured uh, probably by your credit. So if they don't live up to the requirements of the uh, contract, guess who they're going to call in to live up to those requirements? It's going to be you. Absolutely. So uh, as uh, as they get the card, uh, I probably wouldn't encourage them to get a card. But secondly, if and when they do, it can be a good learning opportunity for them to use the card, learn to use the card wisely. But on the other hand, if you find that they aren't inclined to do it wisely or the right way, well, then you know what to do. In my case, uh, the card would probably uh, be called in and uh, they probably won't be using that one, at least not with my name on it. All right, take care. A couple of tidbits. Have yourself a good week. Enjoy July. It's a hot one, so look out.
8: Good evening, family. I'm excited to be with you once again and anxious to share with you recipes, remedies, and reduced prices. My hope is that it will add a little flavor, healing, and some change in your pockets. Again, my name is Tasha, guys, and let's go ahead and dive right into our first R, which is uh, recipes, and I'm going to share with you a black bean burger, which is Chili's inspired. I actually thought about doing something like this because my Aunt Tanya often makes uh, dishes like this, and I know she's made black bean burgers that I've tried in the past, so this is another way to prepare that, and um, you guys may have enjoyed this at your local Chili's as well. Now, guys, this calls for a can, a 14-ounce can of black beans and or um, or you can use a cup and a half of cooked dried beans. You, you want to use a small onion, two cloves of garlic. Um, now, you can crush these. Um, now, if you don't have fresh garlic, you can use a fourth of a teaspoon of garlic powder or minced garlic, uh, two teaspoons of Cajun seasoning, a half cup of seasoned breadcrumbs, one egg, a half teaspoon of hot sauce, you can use something like sriracha as well, one teaspoon of parsley flakes, you're going to use hamburger buns of course, and cheese and any other topping that you want to um, garnish it with. Now guys again like I said this is a super easy recipe, uh, you want to drain the beans well, you want to put the onion and garlic uh, all of that into a food processor and blend it until it's fine. Now you want to add beans and blend well until it's at a mashed consistency and um, you want to place it in a mixing bowl and add the crumbs, eggs, hot sauce, parsley, Cajun seasoning, and you want to stir this all and mix it well. You want to shape it into four patties, or you can opt to make three larger patties. Now, you want to place this on a well-greased stove top uh, pan, or you can use an outdoor grill as well. Now, you want to, if you use that, you're going to cook it on both sides for about five to six minutes. Now, if you want to uh, opt for, you know, an um, an, an oven, Uh, way to prepare this you can place the oven on broil for about 10 to 12 minutes per side and make sure you use a grease foil on pan to do this again guys remember that these are fragile patties they're not like beef patties so they're fragile so they're tricky to turn so be careful you can use two spatulas to flip them and uh, of course the thicker the patty the easier it will be to flip now, guys, let's go ahead and, and jump on over to the second R, which is remedies. Now, uh, I want to share with you some of the benefits of Sulfur Soap. Now, guys, as you know, Sulfur has numerous health benefits. The benefits can range from treating skin disorders to simply cleansing the body more efficiently. Now, Sulfur Soap is available in shampoos, lotions, ointments, soaps, creams, and gels. Now, understanding the benefits of Sulfur Soap is important in determining, you know, if using is the best choice for you personally. Now, guys, um, I personally use this soap daily, but I use it as an acne treatment, which it is known to be used for. Uh, it is not meant to use as a total body cleansing um, uh, regimen. Now, you can use it on small areas of your body like the face daily, um, it, but if you're going to use it whole body, it's not meant to be used daily like that. You can use it you know, periodically, and it, and it should be safe to use that way. And one of, the soap, one of the features of sulfur soap is that it causes the skin to dry out a little bit. And some people it also causes the skin to peel. I don't peel from using it, but it does cause my skin to dry out. And when there's acne on your skin, guys, the skin is more moist and oily than normal. So since sulfur dries out the skin, it will help decrease the inflammation uh, from, uh, from breakouts and other blemishes on your skin. The sulfur can also decrease the appearance of whiteheads on your skin, decreasing the oiliness and preventing pores from being blocked. I don't get breakouts um, that often, but this seems to kind of keep them at bay. Um, seems like I'm actually getting more breakouts than I did when I was young, which is crazy. Um, it's also been known to treat uh, scabies, dermatitis, rosacea, which you guys have seen probably numerous commercials on television about rosacea. But if you read the fine print and you hear the, the uh, side effects, they're a little bit scary. So this may be a nice alternative to try before going into – uh, you know, getting something prescribed And um, again, it's readily available over counter um, I think I spend maybe $2.50 on average per bar You can get it at Walgreens, CVS, Walmart uh, Typically if you buy it in, uh, at the Walgreens or CVS They're typically with the Hispanic um, uh, beauty products uh, They have many different soaps there And I don't know what led me to try Soap Soap one day But I, I tried it and, and actually like it pretty well for myself Again, as with anything, guys, be sure to check with your health care provider if you have any issues or concerns that, you know, that, you know, that you may want to consider before using something new. Now, again, sulfur Soap has strong chemical pro- properties, so it can cause skin irritation. Now, some of that may look like uh, redness. Uh, it can, you know, cause the skin to get warmer than normal, uh, itching and flaking. Now, this is typically a sign that it, the sulfur is working to encourage um, cellular turnover and, um and to release the buildup of oils in the skin. But if the irritation is too severe for, you know, or uncomfortable, you want to cease using this product or apply it, you know, maybe at a at a lesser degree uh, if the irritation, you know, seems to be, you know, it can also occur after following, you know, its use, you know, for several days. So it may not happen right away. It may take a few days for you to see some irritation. Now, over time, you can typically increase application as the skin becomes more acclimated to the treatment. Uh, but, you, you you know, you may want to, Use, you know, maybe a soothing moisturizer or, you know, uh, something that will kind of help reduce the dryness or redness that may occur. I don't know if you guys remember me mentioning rosehip oil. That would be a great one to use um, because it absorbs very readily, and um, it's just a very light and moisturizing oil to use on the skin. Also, some people may like coconut oil. Um, I use that occasionally, but I I prefer if I'm going to use it specifically on my face, something like rosehip doesn't clog the pores, so it's a really nice uh, light oil. Now, guys, let's go ahead and go over to uh, reduce prices. Guys, now, if you're a member of the Amazon Prime, um, if you're not, guys, it is actually free for a certain amount of days. I believe it's like 30 days uh, if you want to join for free. And then after um, that, you know, there is a subscription fee. Um, we don't subscribe to any of this stuff, but if I want to take advantage of something, I will do something for free for, for a time period. And I believe it's 60 days for students, if I'm not mistaken. But they have today-only deals right now through July 12th. Um, They're not the only, uh, you know, uh, retail that I actually look at today-only deals. I look at them and I actually look at Best Buy. They're great retailers to look at for today, especially right now and uh, right before the holidays if you want to snag some really good prices on electronics, all kinds of stuff actually. Um, But it is a great time to start looking and they have today-only deals which are, you know, they're usually heavily discounted deals. Uh, you know, for that day. And so right now what they have, they have a sense 32-inch TV. It's a 720p LED TV, and it also includes a free fire stick, um, which um, if you guys are not familiar with that, what it allows you to do, the stick, it allows you to enjoy over 4,000 channels and apps, games, including access to over 250,000 television episodes and movies. And you can stream these through, subscription services like Netflix and Amazon and uh, Hulu and HBO Now, all of these things, we actually have a Chromecast right now, and we absolutely love it. But this actually boasts of, um, I believe it's four times the storage than the Chromecast and two times the memory, and it has a dual-core processor and one-gig memory. And this is something that I have been wanting to try, um, but we actually, you know, I can actually, you know, Speak to the Chromecast and say that I actually love it. Um, We've actually been able to get rid of our cable bill because of you know having a little gadget like that, because it allows you to watch all the same shows and it also reduces the amount of time that we sit in front of the television. As a matter of fact, because we're not just sitting there watching empty shows, uh, wasting time. So we've gotten part of our day back. And we also save money by subscribing to this. So, again, like I say, this this is a, a day only. So, again, it will only be available today. So I do apologize. I know it's late in the day. But if you're in the market for a new television, the price is only $119 shipped. Um, and it's a 32-inch TV, which is a nice size television for the bedroom, maybe your playroom or, your, you know, your office or something. Um, and uh, that's a really good deal. And let's go ahead and move on. The second deal that I have for you guys is Finish Line has a Nike uh, elite basketball crew socks for only four dollars and ninety nine cents now, most of you may be saying that's a little bit pricey, but the regular price on these socks are twenty dollars guys and my son has several pairs of these, and I've often bought them when they're on special like this and I will say this much um they do last um they have lasted him and they and he's very hard on socks and so um they've lasted him and uh I wouldn't advocate you know I wouldn't suggest buying and spending this kind of money on socks you know if they weren't on sale now you can um pick them up. Uh, for free, you know they are shipped free to the store, or you know shipping appears to start at about $6.99 uh, uh, for the for the for the for the order. Now they do have some regular Nike socks on there for three pair for $4.99. There's a couple different uh, varieties there to ch- choose from as well, and so um, that's a pretty good deal over at FinishLine.com. Now, lastly, Target has beauty boxes, and they're bad guys, and they, but they don't last very long, guys. And um, they're $7 for the box. The value of the box is $30, and what they do is they put um, different products from Dove to Garnier to Nicks to Toms in these boxes. So as I'm naming these, these brand names, you can tell that these are nice brands. And so you get the box for $7. bucks. you are limited to two boxes per person. And per box, you can get a total of four boxes. There are two different choices that they uh, have for you to pick from. Now, if you're a Target red card holder, you can get an extra 5% off, making the final cost of each box at about $6.65 shipped. So the shipping is free on this. And, again, the value, the retail value of this box is $30. Now, guys, it's been a pleasure. I'm so glad um, that I was able to share some of this information with you. Um, Thank you, Uncle Seth, again, for allowing me to be a part of this program. God, let us all continue to grow, inspire, and connect one another. I am uh, stoked that, you know, we are all coming together as a family, and God, remember, it's not the most important thing. It's everything. Family is very important. Until next time, God bless.
1: The Douglas Kennedy Family and Friends Network. And we're just sitting here, just kind of having a fireside chat with the one and only William B. and Donald Jr. And uh, Darling is not going to be joining us for the rest of the show. Uh, she didn't know something's come up, she's not going to be able to join us. And so um, I just want to. Thank everybody that's still on the phone lines. We still have the area codes two one oh eight oh five eight one seven nine seven two private lines five five nine nine seven nine uh five one two just he's still hanging on family we appreciate it. We thank you. We thank you.
3: Um
1: I just wanna say this really quickly before we get back into the topic at hand. Again, there really isn't a topic at hand. We have an open forum, and I want to explain a little bit, again, what open forum is, okay? I want us to understand, no matter how loud I'm talking, because you know that's how your cousin talk. I can't help myself, how strong and aggressive I can be, I try not to be aggressive, uh, we're not locked into any one topic, Okay. If you guys want to talk about anything, just press one on your phone lines. I'm looking right now. I don't always scroll up and down the phone lines, so I'm I'm telling everyone right now, please, asking everyone right now, please, if you want to talk about anything else, press one and just say, hey, this may be a little bit off the topic, but what do y'all think of this, that, and the other? You know, Peyton Manning, what do you think? You know, uh, what do you think of the championship? You think they, wasn't it a shame what they did in Cleveland? And we will address that. We don't have to talk about racism, okay? We don't have to talk about uh, sports. We don't have to talk about God, really, per se. I mean, we can talk about some other things happening in our world because our world is full of many things happening. William B. and I have a common thread. You heard him talk about his pain as a child. Well, I have a lot of pain in these churches. His thing is, you heard him talk about his life. Well, just in a few minutes to hear your cousin out. Seth Turner, Irene's children, have seen lots of racism in the interracial churches we've been in. We have been fragmented, destroyed by white supremacy and a lot of pain. You know, it's, I may kind of talk about it, you know, but I could actually cry over it. A lot of pain. Okay, I didn't live back in the 40s and the 30s and all that. I live recently, and I can tell you about some stuff going on right now and it's straight up racism. So it's it's pain for us and I know a lot of our people is oppressing each other with it. You know, I've seen our people turn inside out and I am a soldier, I'm a warrior Uh, 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 For our people And that's why it touches me so strongly But there's other things that touch me And uh, like I said, next week, family Next two weeks, we're going to be doing a Bible study uh, Possibly, and we may not have this show uh, Because we need a break Uh, Definitely need a break So, uh, and it's been We've been needing to take this break For probably five weeks now But we know you love the show, so we keep coming at you every week. But we may take a break. May uh, take a break next week and the following week. Uh, those of you that listen to the phone line, uh, listen to this show, you clicked on the link. You need to call the phone number. It's ten o'clock. You know how the rule is: the rule, the rule. You got to call the phone number, else you will be disconnected in less than one minute. The phone number is nine one four two zero five 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 nine. Or one more time: nine one four. 205-5590, okay? So just know that, family, you, you know, I think a lot of you are enjoying uh, the the Williams the testimony, and I think most of the family is enjoying else you would press one. So I just have to say that so we'll be all on one accord with this topic. Having said that, I kind of want to talk about some solutions. So Don, your line is open. William, your line is open. And I would love to talk about some solutions and uh, uh to the whole racism thing. Uh one thing I can tell you this, no matter what we go through, race-wise, be it practice from our own people of our own color or outsiders, God can get us over everything and every single thing if we trust Him, if we obey the Scriptures. You know, there is scriptural commandments on how to end racism if we just follow the Scriptures. Okay? And I think that the Father wants us to be responsible and do these things. Like one Scripture I mentioned before we went to the break was, the Bible says, If you have ought against your brother, and whites are our brothers and sisters. If you have ought against them... Go to them and let them know in love. If the, if the church world, white church and the black church, you know, the clans are Christians too. If they did, then guess what? There wouldn't be no more King Malcolm X. But because we're not obeying the scriptures, that's why we suffer. So this is a
4: solution
1: to this racism. We're not just talking about the white man and beating up all white people. That's not what this is about. This is about a real philosophy that causes pain on our people. So having said that, William B., like I said, uh-huh. your line is open. Your line is open, and, and Don, your line is open. You got yeah. dropped earlier, so Don, I'll let you go ahead and weigh in on that. Uh, give us some solutions, and then i like to skip the topic.
2: Okay, that's what I think there is no one to listen, but what we could do as a collective family as a collective family, what we could do is uh open up a chat line, and where there's people who have been wronged, we can speak some healing on their lives there's some. Relative situations that each one of us Have been through that we can share with each other But God Is the only person that can heal racism And that heals from inside out But the social strata Is in the world today We're going to continue to fight it Whether it's outright deliberate racism Or whether it's subliminal. They're going to be facing these problems William you understand what I'm saying?
4: Absolutely uh, Uh well, in terms of a solution, uh, I don't believe that we alone can solve it. Uh, I think it's more of a power issue uh, as well. And uh, guess who has the power? Uh, relatively speaking, uh, you know, there's just no comparison in terms of the, you know, the power situation. So those in power must make some dramatic changes in order for the system to respond in kind. Those without the power can, you know, dance around and do all they want. Uh, it's not going to impact things too very, very much. So the key is to try to acquire some of that power if you can. One way to do that is uh, through education. We should be, at one time, we were hungry for education. We should be the most well-educated folk are on the planet, and many many people are, but that should be our primary motivation, along with other things, perhaps. But education—if we can just excel in education, little black boys and girls excelling in education—you know—that becomes the norm and not the exception. We we'll find ourselves moving within within this society because a person who can think for themselves. Think critically and think outside of the box and outmaneuver other people, as this president has done. He's been a prime example. Well, then you can move and deal and operate in America reasonably well and folk respect you for it. So I would just recommend a good, solid education, and that in itself will uh, move you in a position to acquire some of the, uh, you know, piece of the rock as well. And once we balance out this economic situation more, then I think we'll be moving in the right direction as a people. But we've got to focus on education, you know, as the way to go, the way we were at one time. We did. We were that way at one time. But now I think so many things have attracted our people's attention. You know, TV is good, and I appreciate that. You know, great movies, great entertainment. Entertainment is cool, but that's not the real deal. At some point we gotta wake up and you know and face the music and uh we, we, if we could just start to excel in education, we can do it. We got the brain power. We just don't have the will and the desire and the appreciation uh for uh for education. That's that's the way I see it at least right now. So you uh, I like that. I think that I think that I think you well put that
1: uh William and uh I wanna remind everybody that uh, African Americans if they spent their money among themselves and they let that dollar circulate about I think they said four times. The economy say I think four times. That means when you get paid, you patronize four African American businesses before you out uh, you know, go anywhere else. They said that the economists say that African Americans are a one trillion dollar business. Our I, I buying power. We're we're in the most powerful nation, one of the most powerful nations. So you can't be inside of one of the wealthiest nations and be that broken poor. It just don't make sense. Even our poverty, when we get on the plane and go to so-called undeveloped countries, they make over us. Like we're kings. Our poverty family is worth more than a whole lot of nations. We're talking about white nations. We are no joke. I love William's angle. We got two different callings, and I'm sure Don has his calling. Well, William's calling, it sounds like, because he talks too much about this, that's how you know it must be his passion.
3: He is really
1: on the finance end and it's needed. See I mean, it is. How can you disagree with it? My angle is the spiritual side. How can you disagree with that? I believe if these forty million people will get some character and some love toward each other and some and, and, and throw up the white supremacy. The white man's ice is better. Just get rid of a lot of these false lies that they've been believing all these years. That whites can do it better. White companies are smarter. The white preachers are smart. I mean, if we can get, if we can love ourselves just a little bit more, I guarantee you that one trillion dollars they say we're worth, we will see it. Folks, that's the seventh richest nation in the world. They say African-Americans' wealth is the seventh richest nation in the world. Do you realize what that means? There's over 200 nations right now. That means we will be wealthier than a whole lot of nations. Nations like France, they be behind us. France don't have more money than the collective African-Americans. Italy don't have more money than collective African Americans. It's the only nation that'd be ahead of us would be the United States, still, probably India, 'cause there are a billion people there. China, you know, Japan. It's only a few more. So we got a a character problem. So I like to switch gears a little bit. You know, we and just talk hit that little economic thing a little harder don did you have anything don called dropped again lord have mercy he is going to have to invest like i did in the landline i don't think it's done i don't think there's anything wrong with him it's just his phone he's in a bad area like i'm in euless texas family and i'm in the bad area y'all remember my phone was dropping a lot so I had to just break down and just just get a landline, which I wasn't crazy about because nobody happened no more. But anyway, uh, Don dropped, and uh, maybe he'll call and do a three-way with somebody. I can't take a chance on calling him because if my line dropped, guess what? There goes the show. So, William, let's just uh, kind of uh, go ahead and finish this up. Uh, but you understand what I'm saying, right? You talk, you understand what I mean by if we could just be a little more loving towards our own selves, and our own businesses, and our own culture, how we'd have that, that that one trillion.
4: Well, uh, absolutely. But it sounds uh, almost too good to be true. It sounds so simple, but but it's a fact. That uh, the money that we have in this country as a people is, is just uh, you know mind boggling. If we were, you know, aware of it and, and and used it accordingly, but then of course if we started to, uh, you know, buy from one another, And trade with one another, guess what? Uh, There's some among us that would be calling us racists for doing so. <laughs> you know, that's almost a no nowhere- win kind
1: of thing. It's the Don thing, really. Yeah, you're right. Why is that, you think? And family, we're looking at the phone line again. If you have any, you want to chime into anything William is saying or myself, please press one. We lost Don. He was definitely enjoying it, and we lost him. So, uh, if anybody know Don's phone number, um, you might want to give him a call and kind of do it three-way if you if you feel if you want to do that. But we still have a lot of phone numbers holding. Nobody has hung up outside of Don. Uh, so let's go ahead and just finish in because this is a very very important topic, very important, and lots of people have hit it really hard. Claude Andersons of the world, uh, Tony Browns of the world, as well as a lot of big names economy, so it's very relevant, very much relevant, family, you know, and that's why I'm on this soapbox and I just cannot let it go, that our people, William, have a moral problem. Our family, which is a part of that people, have a moral problem, not like we're bad people or nothing like that, that's not what I'm saying. I'm saying that there's something about us when we look at each other, we we just there's this thing that we just don't trust each other. you know we trust others more than our own people, like you say, William. If we start talking about buying black and and supporting the black bank that we have, all of a sudden it's a crime, but the Japanese can come in. And they do it every, all around us. Nobody says a word. No black person says the black the Japanese are racist or anything like that. When the when the Mexicans come into our our world, now here's a better one, when the uh, Koreans come into our world and they set up shop in the black African-American community and they only hire yeah. their own, they only hire Koreans at their shops, yeah. nobody never call it racist. Why do you think that in? is, William?
6: Well, you know, it, it, it,
4: it, 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 it it's really interesting. You're right. I hadn't really thought of it quite like that. But when I go to a Mexican restaurant, guess what? I don't see anybody else working in there, you know, except them. And that's cool. I I have no problem with that, really. You know, I really don't. But that's just the way it is. Now, there may be, you know, maybe I could say there's some black things in the kitchen. I don't know. I doubt it. But, you know, it's just the way it is. And I don't know. I think. A good way to put it for me is that it looks like we have been bamboozled, whatever you want to call that. we really have. And it's, it would be okay for a generation or two, but this seems to be just ongoing. One generation after another somehow inherit that same nonsense. Well,
1: I will say this. I won't hang up the line and end this show without some hope. There are people in this same family that don't think like that and that are trying to lift the family up and there are people in other families. There are some African-Americans, in other words, that ain't buying a lot no more. They understand, you know, I I, I can't help but to think of the man Elijah Muhammad while I distance myself while i distance myself from his teachings uh about white people being the devil and all this cuckoo stuff i have to admit the man was brilliant as far as the whole segregation thing listen what this this man said Okay, and he was talking about white people, actions because back in the day, they were hanging us and lynching us and doing a whole bunch of stuff, and they did appear to be devils. So I understand where he's coming from with that, but I don't believe that anybody is a devil other than the devil himself. I think that the whites are just like us, and and the Bible says we wrestle not against flesh and blood, so please shoot me on that one. But one thing the man said, he said in the talk, the one and only Martin Luther King Jr. is. And in the end, Martin Luther King Jr. was leaning towards his belief system But in by a comment he made. Uh, Martin Luther King Jr. made this, this comment, uh, Family and William B. He said, uh-huh. I feel like I have integrated my people into a burning house. Hmm. One more time. Martin Luther King Jr. spoke this to uh, Harry Belafonte. Harry Belafonte walked up to him and said, "Martin, you seem to be melancholy. What is what's going on?" And he told yeah. him these words. This is history, folks. Go check it out yourself. Google these words. I feel I have integrated my people into a burning house. This is what Elijah Muhammad spoke to him about before that. And you probably will understand why he said that. Elijah Muhammad was telling Martin, as he had told Malcolm and everybody else that, under his tutelage, you know, he have said this very clear. I'm not saying that Martin is under his tutelage. I'm just saying Elijah Muhammad and Martin had a meeting, and this is what, one of the things they talked about. This is history. This is your history, family. Elijah Muhammad told Martin Luther King, Jr., I'm not saying I don't agree with segregation, with integration. I think there's a time for it. He said, but you do not integrate a people that is broken, fragile, don't know who they are, don't have an economic base, with the people that is powerful, have an economic base, have a culture, And and is have a superior hand, because you will make your people servants. That Mm. is history, folks. And I agree with it 100%. But he did say this, and I agree with this. When those fragile, broken people that are basically servants become a nation, a powerful nation to reckon with they have resources like today we have resources we have 1 trillion dollars with the spending power he did say Elijah Muhammad said the separatists said at that point we can integrate so if he was living today he would say yes we can integrate we can integrate so that's how I look at this whole integration thing. I think we can and we should integrate because we're people as people. I believe in uh, whites marrying blacks. I told you, uh, family, I've said it for weeks now that I was raised in an integrated church. It works. We praise God together. So I'm not going to be on no separate thing. However, at the early inception, I don't think it was a good idea because it set our people back decades. We, I would love your comment on that.
4: Well, you know that that uh, that's that's very good. Uh, quite frankly, I hadn't thought of it quite like that. I have already concluded, and I've done some writing on the fact that I believe integration, well, to put it bluntly, actually did a job on us, and that's the same thing because we end up, you know, just splitting us up. I mean, our communities, uh black professionals moved uh, places they couldn't live otherwise, and that left. Other people in the community, it dissipated black businesses. It, it it just blew us apart, obviously. So the Muhammad is absolutely right about that, and I, I I see what he's saying. We were not in any position at that time to be integrated with uh, whom we were integrated with. So yeah, it makes makes a lot of sense to me. Uh, so I yeah. think you know things, things like that give us something at least to think about it. You know, those people who dared to think of it like it should be you can chew on that because I hadn't thought of it I didn't know that Muhammad had said that but I'm not surprised but that's far fighting on this part and people should be able to appreciate a statement
3: like that no matter who
4: says it it shouldn't matter who said it the point is does it make sense it seems like it makes uh, make sense to me
1: Yes, sir. if In our family, you know, don't take anything I say, you know, uh, always research. Go and research the conversation with Elijah Muhammad and Malcolm, I mean, and Martin. Now, let me one thing I'll say about Martin before. It's kind of uh, like I'm insinuating he was weak or something. Martin Luther King Jr., I believe, was called to do what he did. And I do think with us integrating, something good came out of it. I don't think nothing came out of it, you know. But all I'm saying is Elijah Muhammad was powerful with what he said. And furthermore, Elijah Muhammad had the history of the world on his side. That's exactly what happened in our world history. Any people that is subservient, slaves... You don't turn around and mix them in with powerful people. You just don't do that. All these people go off to themselves, and they become powerful, and then they deal with the world. Even whites uh, themselves, uh, in the case of Europe, y'all know that is true history. This is, this is the true history of European. There was caves in Europe, and they wasn't always mixed in with the other nations of the world at the time, but they continued to build, and the Moors went up there, black people educated the, those people, and they began to be a powerful nation off to themselves, and then they began to come and conquer. Later on, sending the Baboas and the Columbuses and all of that, There was... Thousands of years after nations like uh, Zimbabwe, I mean, like uh, Ethiopia and Egypt had been around for thousands of years, it's nothing new that Elijah Muhammad was saying. He's just saying, we're not strong yet. We're too dependent upon white people. You know, many of our people, uh, you know, that whole uh, mentality, and I know we still kind of deal with race, but it's, I guess that's how we're just going tonight, you know, um, uh, and I think we're doing it a good way, in the solution way. We, 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 love is all over this conversation. So I think it's a good thing. Uh, but what I'm saying is, folks, we are a powerful family. Let's talk about our family here for a second, William B. And right. we want children, wholesome children. We want relatives not bickering and fighting with each other over skin complexions, and we want businesses out of this family that's not going to be, uh, have family not supporting them because they believe that, you know, uh, you can't be none. Who are you? you? You know, I know who your mom is. You know, we no. don't want this self-hate that Dr. Francis Chris Wilson and other people have coined, this phrase self-hate, to be among our family. So you got to have people like William being. I thank God for you, I'm letting you know that I really thank God for you And even a lot of things Donald was saying Before he got disconnected What y'all are saying Is godly You may not say Thus said the Lord And all that stuff But what you're really saying Is strong as As though somebody's preaching the, From the scriptures You're saying love yourself That's what I hear from you Love yourself Am I right?
4: Yeah that's right
1: Absolutely Yeah, you're preaching what Christ preached. You're just not putting verses in chapters. There's no hate in my heart for anybody. As a matter of fact, the only hate is that I hate the self-hate. I hate white supremacy in the minds of whites, in the minds of my mother who used to say, Seth, shape your nose. I hate that. I hate any time and any philosophy that we spew out of our mouth, be it me, my family, my wife, my children, anything that comes out of our mouth or our minds that damage God's creation in any way. That's what I hate. That's what I fight against for 30 years, and I will never, ever back down to that. That's all your cousin is fighting, is evil mentality. Not evil, not people. People are precious. Some of the greatest people I've ever met, some of the greatest people I've ever met, have wore colors that didn't look like me. Or people that wasn't, you know. Some of the teachings that I'm putting out there to the family right now was taught to me by white people, you know, behind the scenes, saying, you people are the people of the Bible your people were the first people. Civilizations, there was many civilizations, thousands of years before white people even came about a Europe. These are white people. Oh, that's not true. Okay, let me give you some names. Michael Bradley, the white gentleman from the book Chosen Not Curse. I mean, excuse me, from the uh, uh Michael Bradley, he's got uh, all. What is his name? Um, Oh, uh, Iceman Heritage. Well, Michael Bradley. uh, There's one gentleman, very nice gentleman, older guy. He's probably in his 90s by now. Andrew Hacker, uh, Two Nations Divided. These are white people that love humanity that have put work out there challenging the philosophies of white supremacy. So, family, I know we're kind of hitting it hard, and maybe this is God's will. And what we got to remember is this. I talked to earlier, family, and I'm looking at the phone lines, and let's see here. I don't see any questions. Let's see. Let's see. Let me see. That'll look real good. We're holding. We dropped one call outside of dawn. Everybody else that called since 8 o'clock is still holding. Thank you, family. But, uh, William, I don't know about you, but I believe that if you don't deal with any problem in your life, it's going to come up to bite you at some point. It's going to destroy you. And I have seen firsthand um, by me preaching this way, talking this way with my wife and children, many families that not even in the Douglas Kennedy, have been blessed by this. All kind of people over the years have told me, Seth, you know, you have helped us. I didn't know I hated myself. I didn't know I hated my people or disrespected my people. I didn't even know it until you said that. And when I look at the way I behave, I do have a tendency to favor whites over blacks. And I didn't know why. And I don't want them to hate whites. I just want you to Love what is good. Love what is the truth, whoever it comes from. You know, seek the truth. Seek quality education wherever it comes from. It may be, a lot of times I go to study in William, I go to certain uh, seminars and stuff. William, sometimes my world is white. Because my people don't want to talk about certain things, and I'm studying with nothing but rubbing elbows, making notes, and exchanging markers with whites. So Uh it was when I was in Bible school. That was a white Bible school. There not no blacks there. Calvary Cathedral, downtown Fort Worth. Many of you know who that is. Well, your cousin, Seth, I went to Bible school. I didn't graduate, unfortunately, but I was able to go and learn quite a few things, and not only that, but a lot of my training and a lot of things I've learned have been sometime in in the atmosphere where there wasn't any black people. So we just got to well, think to love ourselves a little bit more. You agree, William?
4: Yeah, you know, I, I agree. And then I'm going to uh, probably sign off. I'm not as much of a late guy as <laughs> some people, but... No, we're we're right on on target, I guess. But I think you know sometimes, I guess uh, people need to be, uh, you know, they you know we we feed uh, people, you know, we feed babies when they, uh, you know, babies we feed them like baby food, so to speak. And you got to really go. do that do that baby food thing with with people in terms of some issues. I think otherwise they uh, might have some real uh, concerns and just uh, not able to. Uh, to deal with, we are we're, we're, we're no fault of our own. It's just that you know they've been shaped in a certain way, and uh, and that's just that's just the way the way it is. But I appreciate the topic, and I think family members uh, appreciate it uh, as well. I would like to have had. Oh, other we got a line full in. of
1: people. We got them still holding, William, still holding, and I, uh, but go ahead.
4: I like to have other people weigh in, though. You know, really, I mean, we need different well, points Well, the
1: phone line is open. And uh keep, you know, I just, I'll every once in a while call for a family to press one. And, and right now, they're just listening, and I appreciate that. I don't want to force anybody. I don't want to keep, you know, I don't want to force the hand. But I think people, it's one of those conversations sometimes where people don't want to be um, vocal. They just like to hear. And, they, and people are not dumb. Let me tell you something, family. Again, it don't mean anything, I guess, too much, but I've done... 280 some shows. 39 of them is the this this Douglas Kennedy uh, Family Friends Network, but the other shows I go deep in this. I mean, we go deep. We talk about all kinds of things, how we become the color we are, people in the Bible, and I'm telling you, I would love for family to listen in on what whites are saying and how much they already know a lot of this, and we're the ones that don't know it. You know, again, they know what's being said at their barbecues, their their outings with their family, their cousins, when they get together. They know. So when they hear me say it on the blog, they're like, that guy is smart. He's right. That's exactly what Uncle Tommy said about blacks. So they're looking for change. A lot of them are believers, and they've given their life to the Father, and now they're looking to, 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 to do what's right. So they need somebody to come on And say, it's okay, let's talk, let's get together, let's help our people. And we do that. I love white people. Love them. I love them. And I'm not going to say nothing. I might sound like uh, some people say, I've been accused of being Uncle Tom. It's just you can't win, man. (laughs) I mean, I have been accused of being Uncle Tom many times because I would not speak against white people. I would not call them the devil. I would not say they can't be redeemed or some of the stupid stuff I've heard some of our people say. I am a person, and I believe it's a calling. I mean, yes, we can wrap this up. I believe it's a calling of God that the William Bs of the world, the Seth Turners of the world, and the Donald Juniors of the world, and whoever, darling, whoever want to talk about this, I believe that we are to do it in love and respect for all people. And if we don't do it, if we don't do it, William, if we shut up, if we silence uh-huh. this, yeah. we, will, we will cause our people not to grow. What happened if Martin Luther King, Jr., and all of the grace was said, you know what, I don't want to talk about this. It's this making people uncomfortable. Well, where will we be at today? <laughs> I rest my case. Well listen, William, we, I thank you for coming on and we'll go in and wrap this up. Uh okay,
3: thank you. I uh, thank
1: you I thank you for coming on and as usual you always put something out there to make us think. And uh you didn't disappoint tonight, so I really want to thank you, sir. All right, okay, you're quite welcome, y'all, and uh, take care. All right, well, good night. Well, folks, that was William B. He had to run. And I'm going to wrap this show up. I just want to tell everybody, uh, like I always tell y'all at the end of the show, I love every single one of y'all. And there ain't nothing you can do about it. And I want to go ahead and add a little to that. Not only do I love this family, the Douglas Kennedy family, but I love humanity. No matter what color they come in Or what hot tall, or what religion And your cousin is just out after the devil He's just after evil He is not after any segment of people And I just don't know no other way to say it Don't know no other way to say it So I want to go ahead out with the song Like I said, I always put a lot into the first and last song And those of you that missed the testimony of the young boy uh, that sung his song sung uh, a song to get his deliverance from being abducted it was a young boy that was abducted in Atlanta and he sung every praise for three hours while this 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 deranged man was going to do some harm to him and the man ended up letting him go I literally played that boy's testimony at the beginning of the show along with every praise check that out fam when you get a chance Check that out. Um, want y'all listen to this last song and really search your soul, and just just uh, really just think. Listen to the words of this song. I, I I try my best to put stuff out there to make us think. And these words to this show, this these words of this song is the goal that your cousin have for this show. This is what I'm about. What are you trying to do with this show, Seth? This song is going to tell you what I'm trying to do with this show and what I have done and we have done, I think, so far with this topic, with this show, with the 38 shows we've done. So check this out. The name of it is We May Never Know. I play it all the time, but listen to the words as as we wrap up the show. Again, I love every single one of you, and there ain't nothing you can do about it. God bless.